Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. changes they're making to my legends cards and they f***ing me up well <coughs> let's hopefully oh, we're uh, not online are we hopefully, oh, yeah i'm pretty sure we are actually so we're just gonna start up <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh my Mistakes have been made <laughs> uh well hello everyone and and welcome back to a very special and yet another wonderful and fantastic um episode of the elder scrolls and gameplay news podcast goes all the way back to arena includes skyrim elder scrolls online and for liz's benefit elder scrolls legends <laughs> oh what this is <laughs> what? um we are available for download on itunes stitcher radio youtube and questgamingnetwork.com we are a quest gaming network production this is the one the only elder scrolls off the record and today's record date is middos the third of sun's dusk don't adjust your monitors, folks. That is Skyrim Special Edition that you are looking at here. And this is our Skyrim Special Edition special episode. I am your host and fellow Tamrielic Traveler and would sell you his sister if he could, Ivarwin. <laughs> Yay! That's good, Liz. Anyone want to Liz Mr. Slabeau anyway? <gasps> Ooh. I'll sell it to you for the best price. Oh my oh god, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I like how Mark was like, oh yeah. Uh, speaking of Liz, she took an arrow to the knee, but managed to remain a hero like you. The one and only, the indomitable, the unsinkable Liz Mistress Lebo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Liz? That's all I got. Hey, guess what? what? Today is the seventh birthday of Dragon Age. It is. I know this is not a Dragon Age show, but... Yay! But! It is worth calling out. Yes. So, happy birthday, Dragon Age. Yeah! And yeah. I'll tell you, um, Dragon Age Origins was, was by far my favorite in the series. And, it's uh, Alistair's birthday! Oh, I like that. That's a nice sentiment. Yeah! Oh, boy. Hey. Um, this next individual here gets to the Cloud District. Often. Rob! Rage Philosophy! Yes, I do. I do get to the Cloud District often. And if asked whether or not I get to the Cloud District often, <laughs> I'd like to show that individual the Cloud District. <laughs> wow. With, with an unrelenting force. Did, did, did you name your sword Cloud District? Is that what happened? Uh, no. No. Uh, I, I named my sword um, uh, Jerk Slayer. 
What? All right. I don't know what's going on. Neither do I. Um, but, but Liz has some lovely lyrics for us regarding Rob, right? Hey, Rob, why don't you sing something? Uh, no. Oh. You've got the recording of it. I know. I know. Well, I'll, I'll sing it. I'll sing. Here we go. Five, folks, uh, what's this? What's this? The host be know his rage. What's this? What's this? He looks like Ellen Page. I didn't know anything that went with rage. I don't. I don't even know who Ellen Page is. <laughs> what really? No, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Let's just uh, <laughs> Pride in X Men Three. Yeah, yeah. K- Kitty Pride in in the X Men movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think that's just about all I can think of that she's been in. She's a looker. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this next individual here, proud owner of the moist Imperial Warhammer of flirting, Mark the Sonarist. Well, it, it's it's like I always say, there are mods for that, ladies. Ladies. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. May or may not be on my queue. <laughs> wow just just wow <laughs> now with pneumatic arm <laughs> all right fo- all right folks let's let's jump ahead um first of all we want to call out our our amazing um sponsors such as tweakedaudio.com what's up hey mike sorry you can't be here well we're gonna get to that jeez jeez <laughs> God. All right. So yes, unfortunately, Mike could not be here today. Um, his, uh, you know, he's got a couple of sick people in his family, so he's uh, he's at home um, tending to uh, tending to them. So hopefully, hopefully, Mike is able to not get sick as he's, uh, you know, helping out his his uh, his kid and his wife and whatnot. So hopefully, they get a speedy recovery from. The little uh, the stomach bug that they've got, and hopefully Mike gets gets on too, and he's okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, again, just uh, of course, very quickly with our sponsors, uh, Tweaked Audio. Okay, Tweaked Audio is is one of our sponsors today. Uh, buy some great headphones for about twenty thirty dollars. You can get some awesome headphones over at TweakedAudio.com. They're going to last you a really long time. And for whatever reason, if there's any issues with them, they've got a um, lifetime guarantee. They're going to ship them to you for free. It doesn't matter where you live. You're going to get yours shipped to you for free. And with our code off the record, you get 30% off of your entire price uh, at tweakedaudio.com as well as Audible. Get a free download. Pick from hundreds of thousands of books at audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork. You sign up for a free account at Audible and you'll get a free book. So there's that. Um, we're doing. Uh, also, we want to thank uh, Nick One Four Six, our five star iTunes reviewer from the United Kingdom, and uh, all of our wonderful folks here in the Twitch chat room who have joined us today, as well as you watching us on YouTube and who have downloaded us as well on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, listening in your in your cars. Um. We've got uh, a lot to talk about today. Um, Rob, let me, uh, I will hearken over to you, good sir. Please tell everyone what we are doing today on the show. Hark, hark. Hark. Well, no Skyrim special edition special episode or the Skyrim SESE um, would, <laughs> would, be, 
would be complete without gameplay discussion involving Morrowind. Yes. Uh, no, I'm uh, I'm kidding. We're going to be talking about Skyrim Special Edition, um, if you were wondering. Uh, but wait, wait, wait. So, so my hours playing Arena were for nothing? <laughs> Damn it, Rage! God! So- sorry, Brad. Didn't you get the memo? It's crushed! <laughs> I do some odd to remove the courier. <laughs> Uh, but uh, our discussion topics are going to be uh, obviously the uh, the Skyrim Special Edition has launched on PC, Xbox One, and PlayStation Four. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends balance changes, which uh, I'm sure Liz will be all over that. Uh, plus the uh, Elder Scrolls Legends October card of the month revealed. Oh, we got some Tamriel's rumors uh, that we're going to be bringing up, uh, as usual. What's up with mods for Skyrim SE and the consoles? Absolutely. Um, What is the deal? What What is the deal? (laughs) (laughs) Plus, plus we've got a weekly gameplay challenge for you. A uh, possible Rage of the Week at a random moment of my choosing, uh, but possibly during gameplay. Uh, And, of course, uh, maybe one or two listener emails. But there it is. we do have something else quick to mention. We do. Be sure to join our podcast email group. Uh, we will join. Uh, we will join you. We will email you updates on when you're going to, or when we are going to record the live show, and we'll email you the show after we're done recording. Simply send us an email at Elder Scrolls Off the Record, all one word, at gmail.com and ask to be in the email group. Uh, also, don't forget to tune in uh, to, uh, to Dancing with Daggers Friday evenings at 10.30 p.m. Eastern or shortly thereafter uh, for a, uh, another episode of Dancing with Daggers. Uh, it is our Daggerfall Covenant-centered stream for Elder Scrolls Online, but since uh, one Tamriel, all races are welcome to join. But if we ever do decide to go into Cyrodiil, you're going to need to make a DC character. Sorry, guys. Uh, but you can follow us on Twitter to find out what we're doing, uh, usually about three hours before the show begins, uh, at ESOTR Daggers on Twitter. Now, tomorrow is, uh, as I like to call it now, QGN night. We've got Fallout off the record tomorrow, then followed at 7 p.m. Eastern, then followed by Dancing with Daggers at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys, do you know what you're going to be doing tomorrow? Any ideas? Not a clue. Not <laughs> in the slightest. Tuesday Not a know. clue. All right. It, it's kind of a running joke with uh, with Daggers that, like, we always know it's going to be a great show. Well, you know, well, why is it going to be a great show? Because we're just having fun doing it. Right. We really have no idea what we're doing <laughs> until about five hours before the show begins. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Us- usually because work tends to start slowing down uh, for me. Uh, towards the end of the day, so I can actually communicate with the other daggers and say, "All right, guys, what do you want to do tonight?" And yeah. uh, you know, Tim usually chimes in and says, "Let's do something really hard." No, he doesn't uh, really say that. That's a good one. But you know, but of course, you know, we always try to get uh, you know our community involved as much as possible. But uh, since we have done that for the past couple uh, couple of weeks. Uh, given the uh, the Witches Festival and uh, just celebrating one Tamriel's release, uh, tomorrow night is probably just going to be uh, the four of us 
uh, doing something just to, you know, laid back, maybe try one of the other dungeons, uh, one of the new uh, uh, veteran dungeons that, uh, you know, we haven't run together before as a team. So it should be fun. Uh, I really like what they've done with the... Uh, uh, with the new, well, I guess old dungeons, just with vet modes of them, uh, it, it actually yeah. makes it worth playing them. So, looking that's forward what, to it. Yeah, so I think that that's probably what we're going to do. Uh, might run the pledge if it's one that we haven't run before. Uh, if not, then we will run one that we haven't run before. All right, uh, and then of course after that, I'm going to be uh, doing uh, late late night Elder Scrolls as well, starting at uh, 1:30 a.m. Eastern. And uh, tonight as well, once the uh, once the podcast is is pushed out, produced, it's on YouTube, it's you know, uh, dumped on social media. Um, I'm going to be kicking off uh, late late night Elder Scrolls tonight as well. So for you for you folks in the Twitch chat, uh, if you're going to be up late, or if you hail from uh, from Europe, I'll be hanging out with you guys uh, later on as well. All right. Um, Let's let's um let's get into it. I mean, if you're if you're watching the stream right now, and you know, for podcast listeners, please you know check us out on on YouTube so you can see exactly what what this is all about. Um, I am in Skyrim Special Edition, and it has launched uh, much to everyone's uh, joy. Friday, October twenty eighth, Skyrim fans rejoice one more as the critically acclaimed and consumer beloved fifth title of the Elder Scrolls franchise, Skyrim. Gets the remake, redone, retooled, and remastered edition we've been clamoring for since we upgraded our PCs, our Macs, and opened up our PlayStation 4s and Xbox Ones. Um, the game itself features lots of different things, um, such as the game, obviously, <laughs> with all official add-ons like Dawnguard, Hearthfire, Dragonborn, uh, remastered art and effects, volumetric god rays, dynamic depth of field, Screen space reflections, new water and snow shaders, and the ability to play PC mods on consoles. Now, console gamers can experience new quests, environments, characters, dialogue, armor, weapons, and more. That's coming from the Bethesda website. And uh, we're not going to skirt around the mod issue, guys. We're actually going to take that on and give you as much information as, as currently is available. Um... But we're gonna we're gonna handle that in just in a little bit, I guess. Um, one of the most exciting things about Skyrim Special Edition is that console players can now use mods. Now, originally, the PlayStation Four would be denied access to these mods. However, Bethesda and Sony came to an agreement in the eleventh hour of last month, and this feature is now available. Um, however, it does beg the question, uh, which concerning mods, I, I would like to get into into this in just a minute. Um, how do you access mods on the console and, and on, on the PC? Uh, but first, I think we could probably meld the gameplay section and the news a little bit in this discussion. Um, I, I mean, I've been streaming Special Edition um, on late, late Night Elder Scrolls all week. I love it. What do you guys think about it? Um, I mean, I think, Rob, you have it, right? I do. Uh, right. I do have it. Um, Tell me what you think. It's it, it's kind of strange because I, whenever whenever I played Skyrim before, uh, and anybody that listened to the show knows that I played a very heavily modded Skyrim. We're talking uh, gameplay overhauls, visual upgrades, things like that. Um, 
So to me, the perspective that I get is is kind of the same as, as what you would get from a typical modder. Is they, you know, when when they fire up Skyrim Special Edition, you know, they're actually kind of unimpressed. Just like, oh, okay, so this is what we've been waiting for. But, but, okay, I did not completely uninstall my original Skyrim. Instead, what I did, just so that I could fight my own jaded attitude, uh, I uninstalled all of my mods for regular Skyrim. Yes, they are gone. They are completely gone. Wow. I am, uh, and my regular Skyrim is just as mod naked as my special edition. Oh, my. So I, so I fired it up and compared. And if you play vanilla Skyrim, uh, well, I, I guess you know, the, the original Skyrim uh, with no mods whatsoever and compare it to the uh, uh, the Skyrim Special Edition, there is a, a, a pretty significant difference. But if you start modding the original Skyrim with all the 4K textures and uh, doing the uh, uh, the mods like Climates of Tamriel and the, uh, the, the lighting mods and things like that, yes, it the Skyrim Special Edition is going to appear very unimpressive so i have hope that a lot of these visual upgrades that we had for the original uh skyrim mods uh are going to start making appearance on uh, bethesda net uh so we can start seeing the game get even more and more um just glorious as as your typical modder is going to make it well, I'll tell you what, um, it is absolutely true to say that, um, you know, for, for PC and Mac users, um, the the reasons why Bethesda gave it to you for free if you had purchased all of the DLC is, is absolutely, um, it, it's obvious. It really is. Yes. Um, I know there's a lot of, you know, uh, background uh, tech stuff that, that are, are upgrades um, concerning, you know, the operating system. Um, I don't, I don't claim to, to know what they are. Um, there, there's a lot of it and even Bethesda does not really talk about it, but the game runs better on, on newer versions of windows. So that's one thing, but I mean, is that really something to be spending your money on? No, of course not. So the exciting part about this is that, um, it's a huge, huge feather in the cap for console players. Yes. And, um, you know, you know when, if you're sitting down and you, you've, you held on to your PlayStation 3 and your, and your Xbox 360 because of Skyrim specifically, you now have Skyrim Special Edition that you can use on your PlayStation 4 and you can sort of now enjoy it reinvigorated and retire the, the, the other consoles, which is something that, that I, have, I have done. And if you're a huge fan of Skyrim and Elder Scrolls, this is something you've been looking for for quite a while. You've been looking for that experience. Uh, additionally, um, when it comes to mods, uh, this is now available on on consoles. And again, this is this is not a, this is this is really no thing when it comes to uh, PC and and um, uh, Mac users because you know we've had access to these mods. So uh, let's let's dive into that in a minute. Um, Mark and Liz, uh, I mean Liz, you don't you don't have Skyrim Special Edition, right? Or you haven't you haven't used it yet? Uh, Liz, you there? I think you might be muted. 
Might be muted. Might be. Oh, muted. I I do have it because Wicked Wolf and Tim were really nice, and they got me the DLC for PC, and it was really sweet, so I could download it. Oh, that was really nice. That is right really in the nice. nick of time. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, they gave me the the heads up, and I ran home. I was in the middle of doing something, but I'm like, no, I have to do it now. <laughs> and went and downloaded them, and yeah, lo and behold, I got the special edition popped up on Steam. Yes. You know what, though? For balance purposes, I think this is really good for, for people to... Because there is this question out there, is it worth it for me if I'm on PC? And Liz, I think you've got a really interesting perspective as to the reasons why you know you you, you have it, you got it for free, but you, you haven't played it yet. No, I haven't. Well, you know, I have been busy with other stuff, but uh, one of the reasons is I'm halfway through a playthrough right now and i'm like i am be damned if i go back immediately and have to start the thieves guild and have to you know, put the <laughs> ring in that guy's pocket one more time oh god and then oh my god and then yeah. just going up i don't like you know uh i don't like that place right next to uh uh wherever the first dungeon they send you you have to use the claw for the first time oh Bleak god falls I, oh, Bleak falls yeah, yeah i just uh, i'm not gonna do that right away because i just did it and so um, I'm getting all that stuff out of the way. So and plus, I've got so many mods that I'm like, my character looked good. I'm not gonna come over to the special edition. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, your and character. And not know if my mods work. Your character in in original Skyrim already is a special edition character. I mean, she's oh, she's got a lot of special all over those editions. And uh... oh, good lord. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can understand that. Is that what they're calling it now? <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there it is. So um, so for those of you out there who are like kind of on the fence, uh, should I get it? Should I not get it? I mean, I would say if you're a PC uh, or a Mac user, hold off. Don't buy it. Um, especially if you have to buy it. You know, if you don't have like the previous DLC and you didn't get it for free, hold off. Don't buy it. This is not for you. Um if you're curious and and you want to sort of like you know see how good Skyrim can look using all of like uh, the 4K tech and and whatnot, go for it, get it. But um, if you're on the fence and you've got like a mid-range computer and and you know eh, you got a bill here, you got a bill there, you know the extra money, eh, not really interested. Don't just don't do it. Um, enjoy enjoy your Skyrim the way it is. It's the same game with all the same DLC. It just looks better. And if you're able to mod your current Skyrim, you could probably mod it to look actually better than Special Edition if you've got a beast of a computer. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, so... But for console players, and you're huge Elder Scrolls fans, I would I, I would recommend it. I absolutely would recommend it. If you can swing the money, do it. Absolutely do it. Especially if you're a huge, huge Elder Scrolls fan. Mark... Um, I know you haven't had. I know you've got family going on and, and whatnot. And um, by the way, congratulations! Oh, um, thank you very much. You just graduated, yes. did you not? With honors, yes, I did. With honors. With that, honors, that actually, uh, I hadn't realized wow. that they were that that was going to be the case. I knew I'd done well. I didn't realize that I was, you know, that it was going to get me an extra distinction or anything. So I got there. I was given the card for, you know, to help line up for the convocation and say, honors. Wait, what? Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, that worked. But yeah, um, like, yeah, I haven't had a chance to play nearly as much as I'd like to, but um, because of that, you know, the that time over the weekend with family up and everything. Sure. Which, I'll tell you yeah. what, Mark. I mean, if you ever won 
If you ever won a contest and you had to do that that test of intelligence, I think you'd, you'd win it fair and square. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> that was such uh, a yeah. thing on our last episode. Every, there, there were people that weighed in on that moment saying that was the funniest moment of that show. I oh, must that's... have missed this. Uh, this is this is the whole thing that if I win a con if uh, I win the ESO contest or something like it I uh, I might not actually I could actually lose the the prize because in Canada you have to uh, succeed a skill testing math question yeah or, <laughs> uh, get your wins. I, I thought he was joking it's it's such a foreign concept uh, but no, no that's me. that's sort of how they get around the idea of it being pure gambling. Now it, it injects an element of skill. Well, sure. I mean, that's actually a very good loophole. But also, Avarwin just said that's a foreign concept. And I'm like, yes, that's the definition of a foreign concept. He's in Canada. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> that's, that's why I used the word. God, okay. you're, Liz, you're on point today. I got to tell you, you're as sharp as a tack, girl. <laughs> you know, um back on topic uh <laughs> i actually remember what i was um i was watching earlier in uh, during the weekend uh this guy put out a video of like five hidden thing you know little uh minor changes that they made in uh in skyrim that are pretty cool and it's stuff like uh water now flows uh at different speeds and directions depending on what it's hitting i so, did notice like, that yeah, which I thought that was really cool. But it's also things like the engine can now handle more people on the screen. So you know, you know, uh, mods like the Civil War mods mm. that yes. are supposed to add larger battles. Um, those have always had serious problems because there's only so many guys you can, you can get on the screen before the engine doesn't even have some any of them. Like some of them just stop moving right. because it can't handle processing them all. These guys, basic uh, this guy who was doing this, he actually. Uh, spawned a bunch of Stormcloaks and Imperial soldiers, set them to attack, and it actually ran fairly well the entire oh. time. I've done it where I've got the, the raised zombie, and I just raised every single character. Just <laughs> oh, that was just a... That, it was all blue, because, you know, you raise them up, and they got that blue glow, and all... Oh, my God! It was awesome. Anyway... Well, oh, yeah. I guess this begs the question now, um, since since mods keep coming up in the discussion and, and you know, uh, for obvious reasons, um, you know, how do you access these mods on the console? And, you know, Liz, I know you had this question and certainly earlier today I fired this up on my PlayStation 4. Yes, I, I did end up getting it on my PlayStation 4 other than getting it for free on, on the PC. Because um, it is it is abnormal. How how does this happen? Um. And, and Rob, I know you're you're ready to weigh in on this too. So let me let me walk you through the steps here that Bethesda.net gives us, and then Rob, maybe you could you know sort of um, elaborate a bit. Okay. All right. Um, so first, it says go online and create a Bethesda.net account, and they give you a link there. Um, select mods from the in-game menu men from the in-game main menu and log in with your Bethesda.net username and password. Logging in will automatically link your gamer tag and platform that you're using to play the game. Start browsing and playing with mods. When you play with when you play with mods, a new character filter is created with their own set of saves and autosaves. These saves are marked with an M in the title. Your character and saved game 
pre-mod remain untouched and ready for you to go back to at any time. So at least they're giving you a bit of an out here. If, if you download a mod, it creates a default save for you and your character. This way, if there's something wrong with the mod, you, can, you don't lose a ton of time. All right, I know it's a lot of gobbledygook. So let's actually take a look at this from the PC standpoint, because um, that's what I'm running for you right now. Uh, and at the same time, Rob, I want you to sort of go into it on your end as well. Well, it, it's, it's a very similar setup, uh, but there's multiple ways that you can do it. Um, I, you know, I had to reach out to, uh, to our own QGN community uh, that had experimented a little bit just because for whatever reason, I just couldn't figure out how to do it. Um, but what you ultimately have to do, uh, number one uh, way of doing it is you uh, log into Bethesda.net and you can basically like and favorite certain mods. Um, and then you have to log into uh, Bethesda.net from the Skyrim main menu as well, much like you would do with the console. Um, now, going to the website itself is kind of an extra step because by logging into uh, Bethesda.net from the main menu of Skyrim, it's going to give you access to all the available mods to include searching um, and filtering them you know, to look for a specific mod or if you're only interested in a particular type of mod, you can do so. Um, and once you have found the mods that you want, uh, you simply activate them. It downloads them into uh, your uh, basically your game folder, and they are ready for you to use. It's it's that simple. And at that point, you can go into that same menu and disable them if you like or uninstall them completely. Uh, it's a very simple process. Uh, it just took a little little while to figure out how to do it. Uh, but overall. I like it. I've I think I've downloaded a, a total of about five mods just to just to see how they work uh, when compared to uh, the old way of modding Skyrim using either the Steam Workshop or the Skyrim Nexus. Uh, it it is significantly different, but it it's actually a lot easier than the Nexus, and it's about on par with the uh, with the Steam Workshop. All right. Um, as you can as you can see, um, diverse horses. As you can see, uh, I actually went through this already um, right here from the main menu. Um, let's let's go let's go to it again uh, visually. So from the main menu, right, you just click on mods here, and and it works the same way um, on PlayStation Four, and I'm guessing Xbox One. I don't have an Xbox One. Oh yeah. Um, so all I had to do was just, I, I just clicked on mods here in the main menu. And um, I had to come up with a, you know, it came up with a load screen. I put my username and my password, which I have at Bethesda.net. You've got to create a Bethesda.net account first. Once you do that, then you can do all these steps. You can log in using um, the, the screen there, uh, the, the main menu screen, you click mods, and then you, you, you log in from there, and boom, here you are. Um, on the PC version, you'll see that the mods are sort of separated into uh, what's, what's popular today, highest rated, most favorited, latest mods, you know, and then it goes into like different minutia of categories. Um, and you have a search function here as well. 
you can you can also uh, toggle around with the load order of the mods, which you know if you know about modding, um, if the load order is is out of whack and you have a lot of mods, you can you can crash the game. Um, but that's if you have like a really like a ton of mods. <laughs> yeah, some of them required load first, load last, and so always read yes. everything mm-hmm. that goes along with your mods. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think any any Skyrim modder. Uh, or, or game modder, for that matter, uh, you know, modding a Bethesda game will tell you that load order is everything. Uh, there's a lot of mods that may conflict with each other because they're modifying the same part of the game, um, and that can cause some conflict. Uh, that's kind of one of the downsides to uh, this new way of getting the mods for Skyrim SE. Uh, you can adjust the load order, uh, but it you know, unlike the Nexus Mod Manager uh, and a lot of other tools like Mod Organizer, it it does not tell you if there is a potential problem that uh, certain files are being overridden by each other. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it, it at least it is somewhat user friendly. Right. Um. <clears throat> Not exactly sure where where I want to go with here. Um, I was hoping to maybe find like a a quick little mod that I can I can download, but I'm not really finding anything. Um, there was one I think it was called Septums. Let me see if I could search for that. And it's it's a quick little mod. It just Septum. Yeah. Uh, all that does is go ahead, Mark. Yeah. One thing I was going to say is that um, there's a neat little. Um... This is it. If you want, you can actually t- uh, look at Bethesda.net itself, and they list out the mods all, all there. Uh, like, there is literally a uh, section there now It's for for mods for Fallout 4 and for Skyrim. And you can go there, and you can select whatever mod you're looking for, or f- whatever platform you're looking for. And if you're logged into their website, you can then hit Add to the Library or Favorite Things, on the website and then when you start up the game and go to the mod screen there they've already been added and you then then just need to click download right um which i'm actually going to do here this is a tiny little mod here um it, it instead of the word gold appearing in um in your game it replaces the word gold with septum so we're going to download this just click download and bam there it is chat. what's that liz mike's in the chat oh hey yes. mike Hey! Hope everyone's yes. feeling all right over there. Yeah, because we're talking about mods in the chat right now, and uh, I found a very nice, nice visual one. I don't know if it's available for the special edition or what, but yeah, uh, Mike knew exactly what I was talking about. Better mail mods. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Or better um, mail preset. <laughs> it's giving me a. <laughs> oh man! Hey, Mike. Click download. <laughs> Uh, mods are currently loaded. Note achievements are disabled. So if you, and I saw this on the PlayStation four as well. If you download, uh, these mods, they're going to disable your achievements. (gasps) My God, but my gamer score, I know (laughs) big thing too. If you're, if you're playing on like PlayStation four or Xbox one, I mean, you know, your, your gamer score, your trophies, Mm, not so much. First thousand Ooh. hours unmodded, then I'll play it with mods. 
So, um, so there, so there's that. Uh, now, now let's now as I play the game, I'm going to point out to you um, when there's gold on the table and it's a septums instead. But that's all that little mod did. Um, well, should so change what it's called in your inventory. Oh no, never mind. It doesn't. No, it didn't. Okay. Um, quick note. All right, on the PlayStation Four Pro, the Pro is coming out uh, November 10th. Okay, supposedly it's gonna. Skyrim Special Edition will render in native 4K resolution beginning with the launch of PlayStation 4 Pro on November 10th. So, um, pro players, you'll you'll have that if you've been wondering that it will absolutely have that there too. Um, more on mods later. Uh, we are going to tackle the question as to why so few are coming on the PlayStation 4, and what about SKSE? Um, a hint for that ahead. There's not a lot of information, guys. All right. Um, so we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, Elder Scrolls Legends. We're going to move on to that as as we we stream a bit here um, and balance changes. Mark, would you mind reading this off for us, please? Not a problem. So. As a quick note for Legends players, the Dire Wolf Digital Devs released a letter yesterday stating some cards would have some balance changes. These changes were done to keep Legends competitive for all skill levels. Each card and its change, plus a quick description as to why the change occurred, is listed on the Legends website at legends.bethesda.net. In total, 13 cards were tweaked. If you're a Heavy Legends player, you should take a look at the changes, because it may impact your deck and overall strategy if you're using some of the listed cards. As always, the Legends community is rich with YouTubers out there who have probably already sorted through some of the meta through some of the meta gameplay options, and for deeper strategy hints, we refer you to their uh, to your favorite community member. Absolutely. Um so Apparently, uh, since since Mike is here, um, yay! Yeah, we're gonna try and we're gonna try and add him to the call. Uh, unfortunately, this is gonna be a little bit hard. Okay, there we go. We got him, right? We yep. got him. Hey, Mike, you there? Yes, I am. Hey, Mike. Ah! Hey, Mike is here. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah. Uh, we don't. We don't have. We didn't do an intro for Mike though. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. From the historical pages and the archives of the White Gold Tower comes Mike, the Tamrielic Historian! <laughs> I think it's more the nurse today. Oh. Ye who purchases Aww. from the crown store one more than necessary. Ooh. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you need to share that story tonight, Mike. Uh, I'm, I'm handing the rage over to you. Oh, we shared it on <laughs> Classic last week. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta be quiet too, because everybody's trying to sleep in the other room. So that's all right. Aww, bummer. Um, so I can't scream and yell like I did last week. Man, Sicky's <laughs> ruin everything. <laughs> 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 all right. Um, okay. One quick note on on, and we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get to you in two seconds, Mike, on on the Skyrim special edition stuff. But um, Mark was good enough to read out about the balance changes in Elder Scrolls Legends. I just want to reiterate. Okay. The information is on uh, the Bethesda.net website for those listeners who are Le Elder Scrolls Legends fans. 13 cards were tweaked. Okay, go ahead, take a look at it over there, but it's only 13 cards that they had to sort of play around with. Uh, they do remind us that the game is in beta still. doesn't feel like it, but it's, it actually is still no, in beta. No, it doesn't feta. feel like it. No. Nah. 
Um, so there's so there's that. All right, let's let's. I, I know I'm getting a little. I'm getting like you know, um, um, whiplash here with with conversations. But I want to jump back over to Mike um, since since he is here. Uh, Mike, you've been able to play Skyrim Special Edition, right? Yes. Okay. Tell what's how do you feel about it? Did you like it? So at first, I didn't realize like you know what kind of changes were going to happen. Like I loaded it up, and I'm like, well, this doesn't look that much different than what I'm already playing. I mean, the textures on the stones don't look different. The the plants, the flowers, things like that. And it wasn't until I got up to Morthal uh, after you know joining the family, and uh, I jumped up on a rock because I was looking around because I got that you know the the eye opens up and you know you're being uh, you know seen by an enemy. And I looked down in the water, and I could see the fish swimming. Like, it was like a koi pond, almost. It was so cool. Because oh. you can't see that in Wait, the Manel. fish saw you? No, like, what it was? No, it was a mud crab. But, you know, oh, you okay. could see, like, the the um, the, the cyrodelic, um, uh spade fish and uh, all of the other, like, little carp and things like that just swimming around in the water. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I thought it was me. I thought I was going crazy. But I noticed the same thing too. Yeah, and you know, because you don't really see that. I mean, you know, the only time you see fish is when you're under the water in Vanilla yeah. Skyrim. Yeah. Or if yeah. they're jumping in the rapids. And for those people that you know are after the uh, the salmon row, just use flames as the salmon are jumping in the rapids. <laughs> 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 or a big fireball if you're at that level. <laughs> um. Now, now, Mike, uh, you you, have, you don't have a PlayStation Four or a uh, or an Xbox One, right? No, I do not have any of those. Okay, um, I can tell you. All right, uh, it, it's it's amazing being able to play Skyrim on my PlayStation Four on my couch. It's fantastic. I I love it. Um, Mike, have you been able to get into any of the mods with with Skyrim Special Edition? Yes, I have actually quite a large number. What what did you download? What was your experience like? I mean, did it was it hard for you to figure out how to do this? No, it was actually real easy, and I've been going through trying to find all of my old mods. Uh, so, like, I got Become a Bard, that came available yes two days ago. Uh, vampires suck no attacks in towns. Uh, <laughs> armored horses, uh, cloaks and capes, apocalypse magic, the need for food, water, and sleep. Oh wow! Uh, rich merchants. Um, the unofficial patch, campfire, Parthenax dilemma. For those people that are used to ESO now, Ars Metallica, very important because yes. you get to break down all of your weapons back into ingots. Yes, yeah, that that that's one of the first ones that I grabbed. Yeah, yeah, me too. First, and I, I thought about you, Rob, when I saw because I'm like, it's a heavy metal, you know. Thing. I'm thinking they're going to replace the soundtrack yep. with like heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, I, I I took a look at that. Um, it was like when I first fired up Skyrim, I didn't I didn't do any mods at all. I I, I just wanted to see how it was. Um, but when I go to craft something, I'm like, well, I picked up this iron sword. Maybe I can break it down and make some. Oh wait, I can't. Yeah, oh, son of a. So uh. <laughs> immediately, I'm like, where's that mod? I was like, is it on here? Is it on here? Is it on here? Is it on here? Yes, it's there. Okay, download. <laughs> yeah, which one? Is it? Yeah, one more time. One. Ars Metallica. Yes. Metallica. A R S Metallica. All right, master. Somebody's been going master. nuts with uh, the facelift mods. There's yeah. a whole bunch of them that got released today. Oh, oh that's really? Good. Yeah. Yeah, let's. I'll make you happy. 
So there's all uh, kinds of stuff. I mean, you know, character mods. Just keep an eye out because every day there's a new mo a new batch of mods mods that get released. Um, you know, and it depends on what you're used to playing with. And uh, like you know, they some of the big ones are on there. Uh, so yeah. if you you know, we've actually interviewed. Uh, um, I can't remember his name right now. I feel bad. Oh yes, the, uh, uh, the guy uh, modern modern storyteller uh, with. Um, Forgotten City, Forgotten Modern City. Storyteller. Yeah. What's his real name, though? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, so we interviewed uh, the creator of the Forgotten City, and that was one of the first ones to be on there. Yeah. Um, and I saw recently, uh, last couple days, that um, uh, Falscar is on there now, too. Yes. Oh, so nice. Yes. Uh, nice. That made it on. And this is also available on... Uh, um, Forgotten City and Falscar, huge mods now available on PlayStation 4. So you don't need SKSE for those mods on the console. Yeah. yeah. And for those that watched Classic last week, Holidays is on there. So, you know, if you wanted to make your town look Halloweenish or Saturnalius, you know, in a couple weeks here, uh, you can get that one. So. Wow, Luke came back from the dead. Here. Oh, yeah. Commander Chief. Um, oh, did I just. Oh, come on. That's some What'd you do? For those of you that don't know, if Arwen is playing Skyrim in the game. I thought we I thought we said <laughs> Which means we we mentioned it, but not like outright, so Which oh, means that's... he's he's missing the jumps and falling to his death a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> um I could have sworn that I said that, but in any event, uh yeah, I guess I got cheesed. Level up, drink! Oh, he's dead. Drink yeah, again. Yeah, that, that's what happened. Like I, I didn't even have a chance to, to level up and, and kind of save myself there. It's kind of a cheesy bullshit, but anyway, um, we're gonna we're, again, we're gonna get into this this uh, mod stuff in just a minute here. But uh, we do have the Elder Scrolls Legends monthly card for October. I want to sort of throw out there. Oh, is um, mechanical ally a three three for three win. Wait, for three, with summon, you summon a spider worker. If the top card of your deck is neutral spider worker, uh, it'll be a totally different card. And, uh, yeah. I, I don't know that many people that use the neutral cards, so I don't know how... <sighs> how that's going to work out. I like the neutral cards because you can build... I, I like building decks that are, like, strange. And uh, sometimes, like, you want a card that is part of another color and you can't have it so the neutral card usually lets you you know flesh you out can your have them. a little bit yeah you can you can have them across the board and stuff but i just i just don't know how many of that i mean you're mostly gonna have one or the other of the main colors uh, maybe the jury look liz <laughs> the jury yeah i mean you're you're definitely right in your hesitation here liz the jury is not out on this one at all whatsoever um, okay, so so we're looking at right. This month's card is a. It's called Mechanical Ally. It's a three-three for three with summon, summon a spider worker if the top card of your deck is neutral, and which you don't know what it is because it's just whatever card is going to come next. I didn't understand that. I didn't. I was like, well, where do I see my deck? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So if, if you don't know what Spider Worker is, um, it's a it's a completely different card that that Mechanical Ally is going to let you summon this other card called Spider Worker, um, which is a a zero one for two, and it has Prophecy, uh, and also when you summon it, you can draw a card. So essentially, what you're getting here is if Mechanical Ally appears in your appears in your deck, 
you know, um, you could possibly at turn three have a three three card, which also spawns a zero one, and on top of it's going to give you draw an additional card, and you've only spent three magic at this point. So, I mean, there's a lot riding on this. How you got to remember that you know drawing this is based on how many of them you have in your deck, and if that top card is going to be a neutral attribute card as well. So. Um, yeah. and, and Direwolf Digital also told us that this deck is this this card's going to be excluded from the arena. Hmm. So why? Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, oh, because sure. in the arena you can't really pick neutral. Well, you can, but okay, never mind. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I mean they kind of called yeah. that out. Um, I, I don't. I can't claim to get it. I, I very, very, very rarely ever play Legends. Um. And I just don't have the... Uh, I have not played the arena much either, so I'm very inexperienced uh, when it comes to how these sorts of things work together. Um, yeah. But anyway, that is that is the October card. Um, the jury is not out on it, okay? Lots of, lots of good feedback came back from the month's previous card. Uh, the month before that, not so much. But last month's card was, was definitely a good one. October? Hmm... Jerry's out on on mechanical ally, and we'll see what happens. Okay, Evarwin, in your game, right? Don't mess up. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, not going to. I'm watching <laughs> you, and he's got a sword drawn. To, I think he got Dawnbreaker. Yeah, Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker. Yep. yep. Tonight I'm going Dawnbreaker. after Spellbreaker. Oh, Spellbreaker. Spellbreaker. You're going the wrong way if you're going for Spellbreaker. Well, tonight I'm going to do that uh, after after the show and whatnot. For, oh, okay. Late late night Elder Scrolls. All right, um, let's let's roll our sleeves up a bit on this because now we're heading into the rumor section. Um, mods on consoles, what's the hang-up? I want to tackle this. Why is there so few mods on PlayStation 4 and what the hell is up with SKSA? <sighs> um, kind of a Megillah. Let's, uh, let, let's, let's jump on over to, uh, to Mike. I, you, you're brand new, uh, on the show right now, uh, for this episode. I want to, I want to get more of your feedback on here. Let's go point by point first with this. What's going on, um, in your, in your opinion or, or what you know of Mike, why so few on PlayStation 4 so far? Well, the first thing is, is we talked about two weeks ago is that PlayStation 4 is going to allow mods, but they have to use in-game resources only. So uh, I'm actually in the game right now looking through the different mods. And uh, one of them on here is Mortal Kombat Scorpion Trilogy. <laughs> so you can play as Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Well, Scorpion from Mortal Kombat is not in-game. So it's not going to be available for PlayStation because the resources, the textures, the clothing, all of that kind of stuff are not in-game. So it's not something that Sony is going to be allowing this kind of mod to be released. Uh, things like snow under the roof mod, which just changes where an in-game um, uh, placeable is, is something that will be allowed in-game. Because all it's doing is changing aspects of stuff that's already there in-game. So that's why you have a large portion of the problem. So if it's something that is not available currently in-game to be modified or altered in some way, it's not going to be available to use in the mod. And so some of the larger mods, which use things like, you know, if you've got a cloak, you if it's not a cloak that's already in-game, such as the cloak that's part of um, um, the Nightingale armor, you're not going to be able to use it in-game. Things like Become a Bard uses music, 
that's not in game. So right. that one's out. Um, we're getting a lot of a lot of mods are being ported over to PlayStation Four and Xbox One. Um, it seems that modders are having an easier time porting them from PC to Xbox One, and working on you know getting those mods onto PlayStation Four as well. You know that said, all right, right now we've got three hundred and ninety six mods on PlayStation Four, um, and let's not forget, um, you know, uh, Forgotten City and Falscar are now on the Xbox One, so so we're 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 still waiting for these to come onto PlayStation Four. <sighs> Aside from the issue with, are you able to? Uh, are you can can PlayStation Four? use assets that are not from the creation kit all right you are going to have still a lot of mods that you can still use and, and don't forget the creation kit is available for you to use and and you can create your own mods as well using the creation kit they built the whole game all of the dlc the whole world of skyrim was built with just the creation kit so keep that in mind um you're not you're not really limited when when using the creation kit it's just you can't put your own assets into the mod so um can can you know games like uh mods like you know falscar be used on the playstation 4 well yes i believe so because it uses pretty much the entire creation kit and doesn't i don't think they've poured it in any of their own assets forgotten city uh, maybe a different story. I, I'm not. I'm pretty sure they used 99% of the creation kit. I'm not sure. I don't think they they ported in any of their own assets. Um, certainly those those Dwemer faces with the glowing eyes. It's a modified asset, so you may not have the glowing eyes in Forgotten City if it goes to PlayStation 4. But that depends on is the individual modder going to be able to have the time to re. To, to port it to Xbox One and then make the necessary changes to bring it over to PlayStation 4. That's part of the problem that we're seeing here, too. It's so easy to get it from PC to Xbox One because it's, it's basically the same platform. However, getting it from that Microsoft platform over to the Sony console platform, it's it's a little different. I, I'm not sure what it entails, but um, from what I understand, it's it's kind of a pain in the ass. And I have to wonder if, like, they're requiring every single mod that goes on the PlayStation to go through PlayStation approval first. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, my understanding is that, um, like, PlayStation uses, like, a private... Um, uh, <laughs> proprietary... There we go. Proprietary audio format and other things like that. And my understanding is that um, they wanted any modder... To, who was going to work on the game to because they would be able to get in there and mess around with programming and whatnot. They wanted these people to then per, uh, basically pay to be developers for the PlayStation because there's apparently a fee that you, you pay if you want to be a developer. And this was what Bethesda was like, no, no, we're not doing that because that's completely against the whole point of modding. And this whole, okay, they can they can make mods, but they can't bring in anything new. Anything they use has to come from the creation kit. That was sort of the that you know that was their uh, their compromise. Um, 
it's still a case of like the Xbox allows five gigabytes of mods. The PlayStation, I believe, is still one gigabyte. Um, uh, but that's it, yeah, a, that's a good call out, Mark. I completely forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. there is. I, there, I'm yeah. also I'm also not sure if if we would ever see Falscar or Forgotten City because I'm not sure if um, Sony would consider the audio files or you know the oh the new, yeah the new audio the new voice uh, cuz those ones are completely voice acted um with you know with that and new composed cons- composed music too and yeah, new composed music that's so right. we, we, yeah so yeah. that's that's sort of the problem is that i think you would have to go in and strip all of that out before you would be able to put it in and at that point you've lost a lot of you know you've lost a good portion of what really helped make that such an impressive work sure Absolutely, the score is uh, yeah is epic. Now, I I can imagine that as time goes on, Sony's going to be under even more pressure because the fact is that right now you're you're getting some mods, which is fantastic. It's better than nothing, but at the same time, it's now a it's now going to be going forward. If Xbox is allowing mods. Well, if modding on Xbox is far more versatile than on the PlayStation, you're going to see a lot of people leaning more toward the Xbox, and that's going to put pressure on Sony to loosen up. Especially with, I mean, you can pretty much, you could put your money on it that this current generation of consoles is probably not going to be hosting Elder Scrolls VI. No. I mean, you could put your money on that. That's a safe bet, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, without question. Barring something foreseen coming up in the future, I would say that's a safe bet. Knowing that, yeah. and knowing how easy it is to port mods from from the the PC platform over to the Xbox platform, uh, I'm going to say a lot of people are who are Elder Scrolls fans and console fans are going to be looking to possibly weigh their buying decision on getting an Xbox versus a PlayStation simply because they might have access to mods on console a lot easier than, than the PlayStation will in the yeah. future. And Sony I mean, like, should be made aware of that. Yeah. Like, this is the thing. When I yeah. when I picked up uh, Skyrim for the first time, my computer could not remotely handle it. I didn't have the graphics card that could even try to handle Skyrim. Mm-hmm. So this let me play it. And my only issue was, like, I really wanted to play it with mods because that's half the charm of an Elder. You know, you know that's a, a one of those things about an Elder Scrolls games is the mods just do add. It's such a big game, but then the mods add a bit, add so much more to it, and it really keep you going. Yeah, keep thing. You know. Yeah. And you know, I love love it on Xbox. When when I got a graphics card, continued on PC. Now I can. My computer is at the point where. It, it, I really need to look into a new one. Um, I, I I have really good reason to worry that if I turn it off, it will never come back on again. Oh. But and you know, uh, don't not to worry though. I've got a little laptop that can handle podcasting and whatnot until then. But um, with the Xbox now, I'm getting the graphical quality that I couldn't get even when I got a new graphics card because the computer still <laughs> the graphics card was far better than the rest of the computer. Um, but now it's a case of like, I get, I'm not only getting the graphics that my, uh, and I'm guaranteed the graphics that my computer couldn't handle, but on top of that, I get the mods. 
yeah. if I was, if you handed me, if you said, okay, Elder Scrolls games are going to work this way with mods, you can either have a PlayStation and it works this way, or an Xbox and it works that way. I gotta say, heading forward, if I can mod games and it works this way on the Xbox, I'm gonna go with the Xbox. Yeah, because well, it, it it says something about uh, what Sony's gonna let people do with other mods on other games, because you have to think, yeah. well, I'm not just buying this console for this one game that I've probably already played. Um, so you've gotta think, well, if they're you know more accommodating for this, yeah, I'm gonna go with Xbox. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So what else is Sony gonna chokehold on other games? So yeah. So hopefully, hopefully in the few, as this goes on, Sony will loosen up because they're not stupid. They're going to see that this is very popular on Xbox, and that's something they're not going to want to leave to Microsoft. I agree. And I have to wonder, you know, what the hell Sony was thinking? Because when this game released on the PlayStation Three, not only were there problems that you know were probably outside of their control with you know special releases, but then when stuff was finally releasable to them, they struggled with. Dragonborn and Dawnguard and oh, yeah. the the leak that was happening where you know I think by the time I was done yeah. and with my character and he was like level 91 <laughs> I could literally make dinner if I had to go into White Run or Solitude. Uh, Mike, Mike, you, you, know, you the, suffered. The load time was over 15 minutes at that point. Yeah. You suffered, Mike. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, so it's that kind of thing. So you'd figure that they would step up and have made the port as best as it could be and like bent over backwards because they're trying to win back a fan base that was already jaded against them from the PlayStation 3 release. Yeah, now I... with the PlayStation 4 release comes out and what are you doing? You're stubbing your you know you're you're biting your tongue at, at Bethesda over this entire thing? How ridiculous. Well, uh, I know we took a hit um in the comment section in YouTube um for for sort of, you know, suggesting or and or outright saying um that uh, Elder Scrolls fans are are going to vote with their dollars against Sony um, in the in the future due to you know them not carrying mods for for um, Sp uh, Skyrim Special Edition. But I would like to reiterate again that if you're an Elder Scrolls fan and you're looking at a new console generation and Elder Scrolls Six is on the horizon for, you know, in that in that in that time period, if we know Elder Scrolls Six is on the horizon and it's time to make a decision on how much, you know, are you gonna spend four or five hundred dollars on the next console? Um, I gotta say, I, I honestly believe at me being an Elder Scrolls fan, um there's a lot of faith lost in Sony as to how they're going to handle Elder Scrolls Six, and I don't want to. I don't want to take a chance on that getting screwed up. You know, I really don't. I I would like to see mods come to consoles for the next generation with Elder Scrolls Six. I would like to see add-ons come to console for Elder Scrolls Online. And right now, between the PlayStation Three and and sort of you know the limitations that they're putting on mods in Skyrim Special Edition, uh, me, myself, and I would imagine there's a lot of other Elder Scrolls fans out there too, um, their faith is shaken in Sony. And, and it's maybe it's not for many Elder Scrolls fans who want to buy a PlayStation that may not be the, the factor that makes them choose Sony over, over uh, uh, Microsoft over Sony. But I mean, uh, it's, it's definitely something that you would want to be reminded of when you're at the point of purchase. Hey, is this is this, is Elder Scrolls Six going to get handled the right way when that comes out? 
Hmm, good point. I don't know. Definitely, um, food for thought is, is I, I suppose, my, um, my idea there. Um, Robin and, and Liz, um, what are, what are your thoughts before we sort of end off with SKSC and if, if that's ever coming to console too? I mean, I certainly would like to see, uh, SKSE come to the consoles. Um, you know, that's, I, I, I know a, a, a very little amount about how the actual, like, SKSE works. I know that it's required to use a lot of, uh, mods for the original Skyrim, uh, or regular Skyrim, um, but a lot of those mods m- add such a quality of life to the game that it's difficult to play uh, Skyrim without them. Uh, you know, that being said, I really hope that uh, the the people behind uh, SKSE don't give up on it, uh, and they, they certainly uh, do their best to get that out there, because if, you know, for, for a player that has never spent any time on the PC to see what Sky UI looks like. It's it's so much better. It is absolutely so much better than the user interface that comes with Skyrim. Uh, and, and that's one of the issues that I'm fighting with uh, with playing edition. yeah with yeah. playing special edition right now is that oh my god I completely forgot about this interface. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just want to. I just want to get out there. Um, I know uh, DC DCI was asking in the chat room uh, what console is is on here. Uh, this is this is PC, but um, there actually is. There's only one mod uh, that I'm using right now, and this isn't even Ultra Settings for Skyrim Special Edition. And the mod that I'm using is uh, a simple mod that turns um, the word gold into the word septum um, in <laughs> in regards to currency. So it's basically unmodded um, and not even at, at ultra settings. So which, yeah. which Farwin, seeing, what is your graphics card that you are using? It's it's an old one. Um, it's a hold on, let me take a look. Uh, it is a GeForce GTX 680. This is a GTX 680. Wow! <laughs> I bought this uh, for original Skyrim. <laughs> That's how old this thing is. Yeah, I don't I don't upgrade my computer with QGN funds, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for you guys. I, I don't do that. <laughs> maybe maybe you should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just saying. I know I should, but you know, there's other people need it before I do, and, and I'm I do alright when it comes to my job, so it's okay. It's all good. Anyway, um, on to SKSE again. Um, likely, guys, SKSE is not going to appear on console, okay? If it does appear on consoles, it's going to be a really long wait because the developers at SKSE are currently working on getting it ready for PC, and they're having issues with uh, the SKSE 64 application. Um, once that's taken care of and solved, you know, likely you're going to see a port to Xbox One for SKSE shortly afterward. However, SKSE on PlayStation 4, which we all know that some SKSE is uh, used on some of the most popular mods, that may not appear. 
Now, keep in mind, SKSE has been used in mods like Forgotten City and Falscar, and you know those are now on Xbox One to reiterate. So, you know, individual modders may find a way to release um, their mods without using SKSE on the PlayStation Four. But again, you know, you're talking about individual mods, individual modders, their their time, what they're able to give to the community, what they're unable to do. You know. Well, I can tell you this. You know, I play you know vanilla sky or you know original skyrim without skse um because i use a controller so i don't need to have the the overhaul that you guys do for your controls um and um a lot of those mods like falscar and the forgotten city they had a non-skse version so that's why you're seeing it already um and, and you'd be surprised the number of mods you can actually get i think i was up over 240 at one point in time and i don't run skse so there's a huge number of mods that you can run without that script extender. Now, the one you can't is EMBs. Yes. Right. That's. And mm-hmm. that, I guess we probably should say what an EMB is in case, you know, for. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mike, you know a hell of a lot better than I do. <laughs> uh, so it's an environmental uh, type of thing. Right. Where it allows you to put filters or change the overall graphics quality of the game is pretty much what it is but many they've they become sim- more and more simplified um but some of them are still fairly complicated but if you are on tumblr and you know you follow any skyrim blog like beauty of skyrim or something like that and they show all these amazing images they're probably running an emb filter over their skyrim to change the tone of the uh of what you're seeing Right. Um, the ENB mods tend to be real deep dives uh, into the game and the, the background files, and they can be RAM hogs as well. Yeah. So, which is not a cross between a RAM and a hog animal. It's, it's a... It's a... <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that. I had to you that. went there. <laughs> Although that'd be really funny. It'd be kind of like a liger, which is pretty much my favorite animal. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, are we good, guys? Do we, do we have anything else we want to say on on Skyrim Special Edition, modding it, SKSE, anything at all? I mean, in, in this regard, uh, I would say no. Okay. All right. Um, let's get into gameplay. And... The entire time. What, what's I was like, oh, wait God. a second, wait a second. Why, no. why, why? No, a lot of people that are playing the special edition are are really they're really looking to hear us on the nostalgia. Like, what are we gonna, what are we doing in the game? Like, what are we looking forward to? What? Well, yeah, let's let's do that. So, so we're in gameplay right now, and let's talk about how we've been playing Skyrim Special Edition. Let's hear that. Um, or just Skyrim again, you know? Basically, just, you know? Yeah. Being back in it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I had yeah. Te- I had tears yeah. in my eyes when I fired this up. Oh, you did? I did. Which I did this live on on uh, late late night Elder Scrolls. I wanted to do like a special sort of you know I, I haven't touched the game. I want to share this my first experiences with you live, kind of a kind of a thing. And I got to admit, I had I had tears in my eyes. Uh, oh, so this is on record because oh, okay. it it is. It absolutely is. It, it's just. It really is. I mean, um, they, it's sort of like they took the gray filter out of the game 
and uh, just the, the colors of of Skyrim, the, the the sky and the clouds, you know, moving and um, the vibrance of that, and the animation involved in the environments is is just stunning. It absolutely is stunning. And you know, in the original version of Skyrim, you know, you look at the clouds and they're kind of like you know wispy streaks of of cloud. But when you when you see them here in in special edition, you know, they're a, a lot of them are are filled with color they they look like they've got you know um some body to them they're very billowy and um they're they're gorgeous and they catch the light um uh, in a completely different way and it, they have that you know volumetric that those god rays coming down from the sky which you've never had before and then it goes through the pine trees and you know you're on a stony trail heading to wherever and you catch this and you're like god Oh, yeah, it's just, it's breathtaking. It really is. <laughs> I've been told that we have to go up north and look at the snow. Yes. Oh, that, yeah? That's where you really see the the major difference is, is in the snow. UESP just 30 seconds ago put out this tweet. He goes, here's, here's a fun game. Take screenshots from Skyrim and then sneak in a few nature shots and see if they know the difference or other people know the difference. <laughs> Ooh, nice. That's good. Nice. Well, you also know what this means, you know, for me. What's that? Well, that means more screenshots for more paintings. Yep. Oh, oh yes. yeah. There we go. That would mean that. Um, let's... <sighs> Is that Mage trying to kill a rabbit? Yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what... Okay, they, On behalf they didn't of my wife, U... get her! <laughs> <laughs> they didn't fix the UI <laughs> for the mages, but <laughs> everything else looks beautiful. <laughs> Mike, what's what's your uh, what's your experience here? I mean, you fire up Skyrim Special Edition for the first time. You know, tell us a little bit about that experience. Um, so you know, the first thing was is that it felt very strange because of the lack of mods. Um, you know, because yeah, as I said, yeah, you know, I played with over two hundred at one point in time. So, so, so that's an, an incredibly strange experience for me, not having all of the mods. Um, and. Uh, after I got used to that, uh, it, it was the the feeling of oh my god, I can't believe how weak my character is, because I'm so used to you know very long playthroughs where you know you only spend a couple hours at a, at a, as a weak character, and then you progress pretty fast. And so it was it was a very strange experience because I think I've only had five playthroughs ever. In Skyrim, now they've all been to the point where I've completed everything, but still, it's only five playthroughs. Sure. Um, and the quality of the graphics are amazing, and it's just been like you know, you stand there as I said, you know, you're looking down at watching the the fish, and uh, I can't wait to get into some of the Dwemer ruins to see how those look because I have not done that yet. Um, but it definitely you. you it definitely still felt like playing Skyrim. You know, it wasn't like this is a brand new game and, you know, oh my God, what's going on? It just, it looks like Skyrim. It plays like Skyrim. It's just, it looks a hell of a lot better yeah. than Skyrim. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, you know, the characters all have the same voices. They, you know, they still have the same facial features and everything. You know, it didn't make your characters look prettier. Right. Um, still taking arrows to the knees. Still yeah. taking arrows to the knee. Yeah, we still oh. got the town bike trying to sell everybody everything. <laughs> Funny story about the uh, the arrow to the knee thing, though. Yeah. yeah. What's that? 
Okay. Uh, sorry, Mike. Uh, I, I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, that's okay. Um, I was on my way up to Bleak Falls Barrow, uh, my you know, like the first playthrough, just like trying to get a feel for it. Uh, and I always start with a bow. Um, like just that's how I that's how I always do. I always start with a bow. And I get to that tower that has like the three enemies uh, or the three bandits in that tower right before you get to Bleak Falls. And I always know they're there because I've done hundreds of playthroughs of Skyrim. So <clears throat> I figured, all right, these guys are there. I know there's going to be a guy up against the tree. So I go to aim and I get the prompt that it was a sneak attack. And, uh, and I assume that I killed him. And then one of them comes running down to me and, and I ended up you know, shooting him and killing him too. But when I go up to the tree to loot the guy... Where do you think the arrow was? In his knee. In his knee. <laughs> Single shot to the kneecap. And I was like, no way. No freaking way. <laughs> and, and I tried to get a, a, a screenshot up. But I think I ended up copy pasting over something else. So I lost the shot. Oh. No. So, because I'm, you know, I'm used to ESO, where if you screenshot something, it saves it in a folder. Well, with Skyrim, uh, it saves it to your clipboard, which if you copy paste anything else, it overwrites it. So, and I just uh, completely forgot to put it in uh, a Word doc or Paint or something like that, so I can at least you know crop it and make it look decent because I don't have Photoshop. Uh, and I was like, damn it. So I know they say you know screenshot or didn't happen. Uh, but well, you know what? But it uh, happened, damn it. <laughs> it, it, it! It happened, damn it. You can take that uh, for for what it's worth. Um, and besides, I know every one of y'all that, that that have played this game have hit a guard or an enemy in the knee with uh, an arrow at least once, well, yeah. whether it's on purpose or not. Yeah, my trend lately is to hit him in the crotch with an arrow, and I've got those glowy <laughs> arrows because I've bound bow. It's it's getting to the point where it's almost like, do I have a mod enabled or something? <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. Because they'll fly up in the air, and then you know I just hit it. You know, okay, right into the knee. Right. Yeah. Well, there. that's you do that. That's what happens when you mess with me. <laughs> the other thing I've noticed is having played as much Oblivion and ESO. I accidentally shot somebody fighting a dragon, and it brought out all the guards. Ah, uh, And yes. I went into the Thieves' Guild looking for, you know, someone to pay off my bounty. <laughs> it did not happen. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Really? So I had to reload right. because the entire town pretty much came after me yeah. for a straight arrow. I accidentally killed a husband way back when, like that. Yeah. Okay, Mrs. White. What? <laughs> flames! 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 He was an illusionist, but he never did. He, he was a very, very good illusionist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right, so. I mean, like Mike said, you know, when it comes to Skyrim, I mean, there. What can be told that hasn't been told, you know, over and over and over again, but just just more beautifully when when it comes to special edition. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of the thing that you have to sort of, you know, you just sort of have to experience when um, when you fire it up for the first time. You know, I'd like to say, you know, the first thing I did was was nothing. It was the first thing and I, I couldn't wait to do nothing. 
I couldn't wait to just run out there and just not do a quest and just explore and, and go into, you know, um, caves and dungeons and, you know, some of the things that I've been doing is, you know, and I've been streaming it all week, um, is just sort of just going out there and, and, and just taking in taking in the scenery and, and following up on my favorite my favorite dungeons. Um, I did go out the other day and I, I got um, Dawnbreaker. And uh, I'm going to be going out, you know, tonight and getting Spellbreaker as well. And, and that's that's what I'm doing. Um, just just really enjoying, just sitting back and enjoying the game for for what it is. Um, and and it's it's you know restyling, I suppose. Um, I will tell you that there are tiny changes to dungeons. Um, I was in one dungeon I've been in a million times before, and instead of looking up and seeing you know uh, cave ceiling. Uh, you saw the night sky and there was rain coming down. So there's differences here and there. Little tiny environmental differences. Um, oh, yeah. That were not there in the beginning. In vanilla. Uh, we did have... We did have a weekly challenge, guys. Last oh, week's challenge was uh, Baron's Eye Stones. Okay, go into Skyrim Special Edition, all right, and get as many Baron's Eye Stones as you possibly can. Oh, I thought that w you guys were just joking. No. Oh. No, who's, no. I, I, I completely forgot. I, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I completely forgot. But I got one. I got you? one. You got one? I got one. All right. <laughs> what about you, Mike? I have five. Oh. Oh, now i got to look up mine. Five. Yep, because you can get um, two in Whiterun real easy. One is in the crypt, the other is in the Jarl's Palace. There's one in uh, Windhelm's uh, Palace of the Kings uh, that I got easily. Um, so that's three. I joined the Dark Brotherhood, so there's the one in Ast Astrid's room. There's four. And where did I get the fifth one from? Uh... Oh, crap. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember any of the ones that I, I found. Like, where where I found them, I don't remember. But they're easy enough. They're, like, right there. Oh, it's in Codlec, um, uh White Mane's uh, room in the Companions yep. Hall. Yep, that's the one that I got. Okay. That one's tough to get, like, when you first start out. His Codlec's always in there. Yep. I don't think I even got that. Well, I got two. So Mike wins. <laughs> Wait, how many has Mark gotten? Uh, Mark has gotten two, but he's gotten them three times, so there's six. Oh, <laughs> but that that gets into uh, that Judges? gets into get, you know full game description. So <laughs> how's that work? Yeah, full game. <laughs> that's that's funny. All right, well, I'm interested in hearing about this, Mike. Uh, Mark, what what uh, what have you been doing in Tamriel this week? Okay, well for. First of all, there's there's a little story to go with all this. Okay. See, oh, okay. I, I have been jonesing to get into Skyrim for the last four months, but for the last four months it's been, wait for Special Edition to come out, because it'll be all the sweeter. So, then of course, you know, my graduation, you know, graduation's coming up. Turns out it's going to be the exact weekend that Skyrim Special Edition oh. comes out. Which also then means, well, uh, ooh, nice decapitation. Oh, thank you. 
Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> also, that means nice decapitation. I was like, wow, does that... Okay. Yeah, so so basically, uh, it means, okay, well, all my, par- my parents are coming up. My uh, brother's going to be up. So... You know, I know. Okay, we're. I'm not going to be able to spend the weekend playing the game. Right. So I start looking into things. And it's like, okay, so Friday it's coming out. Store's going to be open at ten. I need to go across town and pick up, you know, my brother, bring him, you know, and bring him out. We're going to spend, you know, spend the day doing some stuff. But I can justify about three hours in there where I can get some game time in. Okay, so the week leading up to it. I'm actually on Bethesda.net picking out mods as they're like every couple hours I'm online checking what mods have been put for the Xbox One and adding them to my library so I can load them up. So when the day comes, I go out like two hours before the game is going to be released to go pick up Steve. Unfortunately, what should have been a 20 minute drive became an hour because some asshat stole a, a transport truck and flipped it on the highway. Oh. <laughs> so I finally get through that. I get him. I We go back up. We get the game. Um, we haven't eaten, so we decide, okay, well, we need to stop and eat. Okay. On the way back, it's like, okay, well, uh, I got to get a text from my wife. It's like, you know, we need some, uh, some lettuce for the rabbits. Okay, we need to stop and get lettuce for the rabbits. So we finally get it. <laughs> And by now, of course, I have a nice whack of uh, an, a nice whack of um, of mods that I, I've wanted to play with. So I have to get those all loaded up. So I get those all loaded up and activated. Then I finally get to play. And I get about an hour in when my wife comes up to me and says, you know, see, you know, uh, see, you know, maybe you should go out and do something with Steve, you know, instead of making him watch you play on the couch all day. What? <laughs> Kidding me? Wait, she doesn't understand how brothers work. Yeah, apparently yeah. not. Steve so, wanted to be there. <laughs> Steve, on the other hand, was was actually trying to get the game working on his on his laptop, which he brought over. Was he was like, like, shut up, woman! <laughs> basically, it was like, Okay, you know what? We had stuff that we planned to do, and we're going to a movie this evening. So, okay, okay, fine. So, I got in about an hour in. <laughs> so, the, over the next day, I was thinking, it's like, you know what? What I got in, it was cool to see. It was amazing to see. Like, just the graphics were great. The the gameplay was going well. The mod was, you know, just it was great to get back in there. And it really was it was great to see the game the way it should have been seen. I should have been playing it and seeing it from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then the mods that were coming up were like all the, all uh, the Frostfall mod was on there, which I loved. The Dwemer uh, goggles, which I always love to have up, were there. Uh, they've added in the band today. They added in the bandoliers. Um, oh, you know, nice. so like the face, the scarf mask or the face scarves and everything. Just like all these item mods that I love to have on there came up. Uh, False Scar and Forgotten City are there and everything. So I make a new character and I start playing around with that one. And I get about two out, uh, two or three hours into that one. Um, and I, it was like, OK, this is the character I want to play. This is what I want to do. And after a while, I felt I'd kind of lost the plot and was just going around and came up with a new idea and it was like okay this is what i'm going to make this is how it's gonna go and just then the bard mod came out and it was like oh 
is exactly what I was hoping for. So now I'm <laughs> going through a third time. This is the third time I have defeated Bleak Falls Barrow. This is the third time I've <laughs> killed that first dragon. And now I'm finally getting getting on with the proper game because now I feel okay. I've, I'm in the groove. You're good. I, I've now. got you, this. You're good. I'm good. You got I'm enjoying it all. myself. Yeah. The, you know, all the mods are fantastic. This is the only mods I I need to be complete at this point, other than you know Sky UI. If it can, if they can come out with it, I'm not expecting that for a long time. Is Run for Your Life and uh, When Vampires Attack. The ones yes. that, when vampires or dragons attack, it automatically makes the uh, all of the NPCs who are not guards run and hide so that they don't get murdered. Oh, well, yeah. they are both out for the uh, PC version. I so. PlayStation yes. or sorry on Xbox One any moment now because the Xbox mods have just been coming fast and furious. Um, I haven't tried it out, but there's even one called. Um, Immersive indigestion. So even the white god and immersive poop. Oh, wow. Immersive indigestion is whenever you eat and whenever someone talks about the Civil War, there is a bunch of stomach gurgling, farting, and burping. Wow. And the modder was even kind enough to say that, and yes, I have used some of the sounds for my, of my own, recorded some of the sounds of my own indigestion for this model. I really tell you once. Wow. there's your so immersion, even folks. The, why, yeah, even the even the why oh god why oh why god mods are showing up already. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, uh, isn't that a treat? <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't tested that out. I, I figure I'll leave that to uh, to greater men than I. <laughs> but uh, more more yeah. stout folk. <laughs> Yes, but no, I I have really been enjoying this. It's been totally worth it. The game looks amazing. I've got Climates of Tamriel on, and that makes it even better. Um, Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, like, it just, this is the way the game was meant to be played. I, I can honestly say that, and my computer never came close to showing it or being this stable with any of the mods that I had. So... I have not been able to get a serious sit down, really get my teeth into it playthrough up until now. Right. Because of friggin' adulting. But you but. know what? <laughs> it's been worth the wait. Yeah, it without is. Without question. Well, um, I, I gotta tell you, that's 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 all great to hear. I don't know about the in- in- indigestion one, but... Uh, <laughs> no, no. For those that's of you out those, there might be interested. Th- that is literally a oh god why mod. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. And uh, do you not, crap not your pants when the drugger comes out and scares the crap out of you or something? There is well, I, I <laughs> there's also an immersive poop mod, so maybe. Are there are there like different levels? Like is there a shark version? That would be hilarious. Anyway. You know how I say there are mods for that? I really do mean that. They <laughs> really are. You know, it it's less a, a, a joke and more a sigh for humanity. <laughs> All right, folks, listen up, because everyone wants to know what their brand new challenge of the week is for themselves. You guys ready? You psyched? You want to know what your, your challenge is? Sure. Uh, yeah. All right, here we go. Please tell me it has to do with killing orcs. Uh, it can if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> The Melee Massacre 
you're gonna hate me. You are gonna hate me. But you, you, your 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 challenge, should you choose to accept it, is called the Melee Massacre in Skyrim Special Edition. Level your character ten levels without using any magic, any healing spells, and no health potions. Now, there's a couple of caveats to this. I'm going to help you out a little bit. You can use health regen potions, and we encourage that. We also suggest making a new character for this challenge, too. Also, power leveling by crafting to get close to 10 levels, that does not count. All right? If you get experience while crafting, fine, but just don't power level using crafting. That's nonsense. You're cheating yourself. Also, you can't level yourself up or your skills up by training NPCs. That doesn't count either. So there's that. Now, apparently, Liz has got some major workaround on this whole thing. So we'll we'll <laughs> we'll witness her genius in the next episode. I'm sure. That's yeah, not genius. It's probably genius enough. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> so nice. Well, yeah. So so there's so there's that. Um, I don't know what Liz has got up her sleeve. I'm sure it's amazing, but uh, <laughs> listen, that's that's what it is. Everything else is welcome, so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but that is that is it. Get get ten levels under your belt. No magic. So if you're a mage, make a new character because none of it counts. There's no. Oh, I'm using. I'm a destruction mage. I don't care. Oh, I'm using. I'm red. No, 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 no magic. <laughs> no magic. Of course, that means no healing spells. Of course, we're also throwing I'm in there. I'm buying potatoes. That's what it comes down to. Go Taters ahead. Fight. Taters? <laughs> fighting that dragon. Be like, stop. I got to eat potatoes. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's one way you could do it. Do it. Do it. That's cool. Do it. You can boil them, mash them, stick, stick them, them in, in the stew, stew. too. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Health, uh, food is fine. Food is fine. Health potions. Health regen potions are fine. So make the greatest freaking health regen potions you possibly can that's fine but instant health potions healing spells and any sort of magic no good that's the challenge. oh so something skyrim related i learned this week um not only does uh you can make garlic bread and not only does it heal you a little bit it cures any diseases you have oh hmm i am not sure why that is a thing but hmm could be garlic bread healing and keeps the, the vampires ultimate, away. <laughs> keeps the va- keeps the vampires away and cleanses you of all ills. Right. Now, now you can very easily regain health um, by by quick saving and then waiting uh, by sleeping. Certainly, when you level up, that's a great way to to you know quickly get all of your health back. But the, the whole point of this challenge is to to show you how difficult the game actually is. When you take away instant health potions and any sort of magic, um, it, it's you've got to think outside the box on a lot of these things. And some dungeons per level are impossible. So I, I want you guys to sort of experience that. So there's there's the challenge. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, before we move on to some of our lore topics, which um, man, we've got some time. Um, Anyone? Did I skip anyone for 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 um, gameplay? Um, I don't think Liz had a chance to to talk. Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. Go on. Okay. 
All right. Anyone else? I've been I've been adding. I mean, I've got a lot of crap, but I, I've been adding in. You know, my two cents whenever I feel like it. So. I yeah, I feel like I've been kind of doing the same thing too. And you know, certainly, um, you know, we do a lot of gameplay streams um, on Twitch now. Certainly, dancing with daggers. Uh, Rob, you got anything? I mean, uh, just uh, a lot of what I've been doing in in Skyrim is just mainly trying to get uh, through, uh, I guess, the storyline so I can get to the full Fus Roda. Um, and I'm I'm also doing a uh, no fast travel. Oh, good lord! Yeah. So that's yeah, the best seven, way. Yeah, those seven thousand steps. Yeah, I forgot about them. I, I'm actually trying the same thing. Keep, you know, no fast travel. That's yeah. the best way to play you talk about. I had a I had a mod on that wouldn't let me because, or I think I adjusted like my carry weight or something, and so I couldn't go on the carriage because the carriage will not take you anywhere if you are over capacity. Yes. Well, yeah. So I, I did wind up running a lot of different places, but yeah. Yeah. Um. I, I mean. We're, again, you know, uh, I gotta, I gotta plug um, Dancing with Daggers and uh, Late Late Night Elder Scrolls. Um, there's, there's just so much going on right now in regards to to our streaming. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, so I mean, you could just easily check out any of this stuff on on our Twitch channel and um, you know follow us on on uh, Twitter as well at Elder Scrolls OTR, and you're gonna. You know, we're we're doing we're pretty much doing a stream almost every day at this point. Um, having having a good time. Anyway, um, let's move on. We've got some holidays that we want to get into, and uh, we do have our fuzzy little prognosticator here. Jazzle's Is that legal on. in public? No. Mm-hmm. No. Mm. no Prognostication. Prognostication. <laughs> anyway, um, Mike, if you will, this week in Tamrielic holidays. Okay, gotta bring it back up here. Hold on. All right. Need me to vamp for a minute? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This week, Sun's Dawn the Second is Gauntlet. In Daggerfall, this is the summoning day for Boethia. So anybody who's ever played the Boethia storyline knows what that means. I don't. Um, (gasps) Well, maybe that's what you should do for your power leveling then. Yeah. Yeah. The last one standing, the gauntlet. That is how uh, you she knows you exist, because you had the will to exist. Oh, that's so wow. Deep. Okay. Sounds deep. Yeah. It is deep. Yeah. Uh, the serpents dance. Suns ducks. Suns dusk the third. The serpents dance is Satakalin may or may not have begun as a serious relig- religious holiday dedicated to a snake god. But, in this day, it is a reason for a great street festival. Okay. And speaking of holidays, hopefully everybody got to catch our stream on Sunday, where we celebrated Emperor's Day with the Great Goblin Chase. Oh, how'd Aww. that go? So, uh, we started with 12 people, and half of them used the, um, uh, the silk gem, uh, to turn us uh, ourselves into goblins, and we started in uh, uh, East March, and we gave three minute head start to the goblins, and they had they could not fast travel, they could not use horses, they had to run, 
and they ran all the way to um, um, Black Marsh, and uh, the chasers were uh, could use horses, and when they caught up to a goblin, they uh, had to uh, challenge them to a duel, and duel them and win, and then the Aww. goblin became a chaser, and we had two separate teams, so you couldn't use, you know, the uh, what do you call it? The, the the little chevrons to follow your uh, companions. Uh. So we kept giving up clues, like, okay, everybody, you know, into the fort and jump over the wall, you know, meaning we're in Riften, and that's the only way to get through. Uh, you know, oh, watch out for the mammoths. And uh, in the end, <laughs> we made it all the way through the EP oh, zones. Weird. We went to the DC zones and made it through until uh, Bankerai where uh, Tyler was the last goblin standing. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Yeah, so it actually was a lot of fun. It took about almost two hours. That wow. sounds pretty cool. Monovin hmm. was a great chaser, but a horrible duelist, so she just kept track of where everybody was <laughs> and then bring Zephyr in <laughs> to kill us. <laughs> it was hilarious, you know, because you're expecting to get challenged, you know, because there she is riding next to you, and she's like, Zephyr, they're over here. <laughs> Oh my god, he had a little spy. I approve of this. <laughs> oh, she's a sneaky little Khajiit, that, that Yeah, Yeah, she was really good at tracking our, uh, us down. <laughs> uh, it's cool that you did that for Emperor's Day as well. I like I like the lore. Callback. Um, speaking of lore, does does our our, uh, our Elsewarian? Is that maybe a term? He's uh, taking a vacation this he's week. He's taking a vacation this day. Okay. Alright, I was wondering if maybe he had he had a prognostication. No, sorry. Alright. Um it sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> what what oh word does my. that what word does that sound like to you? Progn- I don't want to say in, in Prognosticator. I, I guess there's a mm-hmm. few there. There's a few. Um I think Liz added in her own horoscope here about uh, the detriment that we're all apparently going to face. Uh, yeah, I can't say that. Oh, I got a dragger in the knee! Yay! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, let's move on to our email, folks. Um, this one comes from Musclehead007, who says, Hello and greetings, ESOTR crew. I had an idea about an Elder Scrolls spinoff game. I think an Elder Scrolls game based on Tiber Septim's life going from Atmora to unifying Tamriel with him ending up becoming Talos. I think that if they fleshed out Tiber Septim's life story and did a story around it, would be fun. What's your opinion on the idea? May our roads lead to warm sands. Musclehead 007. Mark, our scenarist, what say you on this? The Chronicles of Tiber Septim. I think it's a cool idea. Um, I don't know if playing a game specifically on such an important character, though, would be as good because it it would take so much of the mystery out of it. And you know, Septim is or Talos is such a larger than life character. Depends on how they frame the narrative. Yeah, it would. I I think I would rather have stories told about characters who are sort of in the periphery of his life, sort of like uh, Cyrus in Redguard. Yeah. Because the events of that are occurring uh, right in the middle of his in, of his conquest of Tamriel and is a very important to his 
you know, Hammerfell joining the Empire. So while he does not show up directly, except for in a cutscene at the very beginning, he, you know, his his hand is felt very much in events and how the, and shape what the what happens with the characters. I think I'd like to see more about that than you actually playing as Septim going through his life. I would say if you if you sort of start the story off by saying um, this this is a story a, a myth about Tiber Septim. Um, certainly, it's not the only myth that's out there. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you leave like the the gameplay to um, open almost not open to interpretation, but you give it like lots of avenues of resolution. Uh, so it fits that narrative of, you know, Tiber Septim, you know, could have won this battle in this way. Or Tiber Septim could have lost this battle but won a different one in another way. I think yeah. I think that would be an interesting way of um, going about that. But I agree. If it's not done in the right way and careful toward toward lore, you're really going to screw some stuff up. And it's going to – it's for Elder Scrolls fans, it's going to – it's not – it's actually going to be not fun to play. So I, I agree with you on that one. All right. Um, I think that's it, guys. Yeah. 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 I think that's our show. My God. I think everybody's like wanting to go back to Skyrim and play a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like in the like you guys like or in the chat room? Oh, I'm playing right now. <laughs> column A, column B. Yeah, I'm calling I, a blood I, dragon right now. So yeah, yeah, th- yeah I think everybody was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I can't hear you over my Bushro da." <laughs> I can't hear you over the awesome. Well, you know what? I'm. Th- this is. Listen, um, this episode was was sort of like a, sort of like a laid back kind of a. Th- there's nothing going on. There is there's no news at all whatsoever. Um. And and we're going to hear a lot coming up, uh, about Elder Scrolls Online in the next few weeks. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, um, right now, I, you know, with, with Skyrim Special Edition being the thing um, to to definitely talk about, it really needed its own its own episode to just sort of yeah. kick back and say, damn it, let's just let's just play it. Let's just show it. Let's just, you know, instead of, cause, cause Liz, you hit the nail on the head when we were going on about the news. And then you said, why don't we talk a little bit about how we felt playing the game? That's what I'm I want. all wanted. about feelings. The, <laughs> my feelings. Feelings. I wanted to, that's what I wanted to do on this show was just sort of show, show the game and talk about talk about it and uh kind of you know go over i know the mod thing is is a big thing right now and people are sort of wondering about it so i I didn't want to skirt around that issue um but i really wanted to take one episode and just kind of kick back a little bit barely any notes and and just say look this is skyrim special edition um this is what we're doing this is it and you know it's it's worth it's worth an extra chip into skyrim if you haven't taken one in a long time Again, well, if, also, if you're taking it for the first time, because there are kids that are grown up, they're able to play it now, and yeah. they just haven't. Because five years is nothing to us, but to them, oh my god, that's your high school career plus some, you know. Yeah. So it could be your first time playing it. It's could awesome. Yeah. I'd love to hear from people like that too. Without a doubt. Just saying. Yeah. 
Um, let's not forget, folks, about our, our challenge this week. Okay, send emails to elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. Um, you know, I brought, I brought this uh, challenge thing back, but um, not many people are emailing us again. And, and I brought it back because it was hotly requested. I mean, where are you folks? Come on, let me know you're out there. Tell me what you're doing about, about They've the been challenges. partying and then watching baseball and stuff. Stuff. What? Baseball. Is that that PvP for people who go outside? Yeah, PvP yeah. for people that go outside. Football. Oh, yeah. I um, think there's just sports. Also, follow sports. us at Elder Scrolls OTR. Send us screenshots. Let us know what you're doing in-game. Um, hey, for these hey, Rage, you know what I'm doing in-game? I, I get to talk to Hermes Mora. Oh, have fun for the next three hours. <laughs> Isn't that your favorite character? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 hold on. Yes. All right, guys. Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you very much, everyone, for being here. Thank you, everyone, in Twitch for for uh, coming in and, and having a good time with us, um, for checking out the stream, and, of course, all of you out there listening, <laughs> downloading, and watching us on, on YouTube as well. Again, just want to call out our sponsors, tweakedaudio.com, 30% off, earbuds shipped to you for free. Lifetime warranty, can't go wrong. Also, Audible, audibletrial.com slash Network. Get a free book. Choose from hundreds of thousands of them. Get, get one for free using our link. It's great. Um, I want to thank my hosts for, for being here. I had fun. You did too. And uh, again, Mike, for, for coming in. Um, that's awesome of you. <laughs> I really loved uh, the fact that we actually were able to get you on too. I'm just glad that everybody's feeling well enough to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, uh, thank you once again for checking us out. Take care everyone, be safe, and as always, may the foos be with you! Foos Rhoda. Foos Rhoda! <laughs>